So we're going to be getting underway in puck drop. It is Magnus Helberg and Elias Samsonov, so at least I got that right as we're underway. You could probably watch Catch a Leafs game with Steve Dangle on the Hockey Night Canada stream. If you follow on the Twitter space and the YouTube site for myself and John Ryan Ott, I humbly appreciate it. I'm a glutton for punishment this week. This has been a rough stretch of games. I saw five five-hole goals on Tuesday between Igor Sesterkin and Peter Kochekov. Then we watched Canada win the gold medal over the United States in the game where United States had to take bronze. They beat Czechia for the gold, and now I have to watch the Red Wings probably get pummeled by the Maple Leafs. So this has indeed been a glutton for punishment type of week. I promise that next week is going to be much better as far as some of the situations. We'll get some college basketball and some NBA in as far as an NHL debut of a jersey and some teams they haven't covered yet this year. So we're underway in the puck drop now as the NHL has their brazen fan vote right now toward the middle of it as they've selected their starters. And on the other side, it'll be Mitch Marner for the Toronto Maple Leafs and Dylan Larkin will be the automatic in there as they have one team, one member from each team in the all-star spot. So Justin Hall will get there toward the icing side so the Ravens cannot change with 1930 in this first. So I will make sure that I get my arena name correct and I will load this ESPN box score momentarily as this gets set up. You can also follow this game. I got the Bally Sports Detroit feed from the local Michigan side for myself. We're at Scotiabank Arena. You can also catch the game on NHL Network or ESPN Plus or CBC side. So it's been made available everywhere for those to be able to watch or listen, but I appreciate you following along. So Bergeron, try to get this around Matthews. And now Cider trying to work his way toward the right side. Dot as Marner gets taken down, and immediately there is a hand in the air. So the Red Wings will have to go to the box. And this is not the start that they wanted. And you can ask me, John, why do you consistently try to broadcast Red Wings games against good teams when you know they're going to end up getting pummeled? It's one of these situations for me, guys, that I'll throw out there to be honest with you. I want to see what this team can do against other good teams. That's why I want to watch, especially for my own team, how will they match up from year to year to year as Eiserman continues to build this squad. That is my message. That is why I watch. So this is going to be a penalty against the Red Wings. And on the box score side, we'll see if that gets pulled up. It's more Cider. Two minutes for tripping William Nylander. As the Maple Leafs get underway on their first power play, Red Wings will immediately flutter this one down the zone. This touches the goal stick of Ilya Samsonov. And we got about a minute 45 left to go on the... Maple Leafs' first power play is really underway. It's 18.45 up to go in the first. No shots just yet, but you imagine that there's going to be some. As Austin Matthews gets the drop paps and gets the entry. John Tavares will get this across. Nylander. Now Tavares toward the right wing side. As this goes back to Bunting. Now Matthews left wing side. Going to hold. Back pass. Pick it up here for Marner. Slap shot gets deflected toward the left side boards. Where Austin Matthews can collect. Marner will hold and leave it for the captain, John Tavares. Tavares now near the right side. Dodd is trying to very patient by the net. Here's Matthews, and he just missed short side with the wrister. Matthews, Nylander, gets back up. Marner with a bomb that goes off of the stick of Helberg and picked up now by Matthews. Nylander, Matthews for the left side. Dot will drop it in the high slot. They'll get it right back. Matthews trying to set it right up for Tavares. He had a screen in front of Helberg as now the Maple Leafs will keep this in easily. 
hold their time. They've had it in this entire time. 35 seconds left to go on their power play, but they can't dispossess John Tavares of the puck. Dylan Larkin trying to make something happen now in his own end. He's been able to buy some time now. Skate down the left side wall. He breaks through. He gets toward the right side red line, so good job by Dylan Larkin anyway. He is the lone Red Wings all-star so far. Be able to kill some time there, about 25 seconds of the Toronto power play. That's looked very dangerous. So Toronto has it now. And they'll pass it back and get set up. Enter the Scotiabank Arena Maple Leaf logo. So Pierre Engvall will leave this here for Rasmus Sandin. Now toward the left side wall. Leafs will collect. The Leafs have the all-blue jerseys. Red Wings have the road whites with the red pants, although they used to be the home jerseys for the longest time. And as a kid, that definitely messes me up seeing it on that side. I wish they'd go back to reverse on the reds at home and the whites. The whites at home and the reds on the road, but it is what it is. So now Morgan Riley gets us in across the red line. The Red Wings have successfully killed the penalty. Moritz Sider is back out on the ice right now trying to win a puck battle. But the Maple Leafs keep this toward the right side red line. TJ Brody toward the opposite side of the wing. But this puck gets deflected. It goes right in the breadbasket of Helberg. And they'll hold on. So the Maple Leafs get the first two shots. The Red Wings kill the opening penalty against Moritz Sider there. And we'll see how this ends up going as we go along. Patrick, what's going on, buddy? Able to watch Michigan State get a big-time win over Michigan on the basketball side, so you're feeling good here. And if the Red Wings somehow get a surprising result against the Toronto Maple Leafs, then this would be a heck of a weekend. I'm just trying to go for one for two for myself on that side. But again, Oakland University alum here. So this is picked up now in the own end as Zach Aston Reese, the fourth-line side, is out there right now for Sheldon Keefe's squad, Soderblom, trying to make life difficult here for the Wings. And now this goes to Jordan Osterley. So Ole Mata out there with Osterley now as this gets fluttered and gloved down by the hands of the Maple Leafs. Red Wings able to keep it in now. It's Joe Valeno out there with David Kampf as this gets knocked away. Jordan Osterley will take his time in his own end, put this down toward the left side of the red line. Kampf will hold it off the left side boards. Can't get it out of the end just yet as the Red Wings able to keep it in. It's Sunquist off the two-on-one. He likes to shoot anyway. Philip Peronik tries to launch one toward the right side. I was hoping Joe Valeno might drop that across to Heronik for a two-on-one. He elected to shoot two shots for Samsonov, able to stop them all. So fewest games to 500 points to follow along in the Valley Sports Detroit feed on the local side for myself. 445 games for Austin Matthews. And... The next year going into the season is the question is whether or not Austin Matthews is worth to be a ten or a million ten or eleven million dollar man. I think there is no question on that side. Toronto's gonna have to pay for his services and they want to keep him as a lifer there for the Leafs, and I imagine that he's gonna be. So Ole Mata put this down deep as it touches the stick of Ilya Samsonov. And it was one of those ones for Kyle Dubis. It was just a I think one year proving ground deal for Samsonov, a one in five, and he's been excellent. For the Maple Leafs as far. Their goaltending in between Matt Murray and Samsonov not been too bad. And if the Maple Leafs fans tell you otherwise, it's because they're just highly, highly critical of their own team. Can't be too critical of a goalie that has about a 925 save percentage. So a neutral zone draw upcoming. It's Austin Matthews here for the Maple Leafs against Dylan Larkin. Larkin will win this one clean here for the wing wheel. Get this one down across the red side line. Again, you can watch this on Valley Sports Detroit, NHL Network, CBC Hockey Night in Canada. This is pretty much everywhere, but I appreciate you following along on Twitter Spaces and the YouTube side. Wallman's shot gets blocked. 
And this is going to be a race for the puck, but the Red Wings will win this across the red line. Dylan Larkin had to play this off of a crazy bounce off of a carom. And now this is an opportunity for the Maple Leafs to get this one down the ice. But Dylan Larkin will chop this ahead. He picked it up toward the middle slot. And we'll see right now if Larkin's going to have to go take a change. Just one shot to one across the board. No goals just yet. It's been a feeling out process. And the Maple Leafs had one power play from a more insider tripping. But that's it. And that's all right now. Hironic trying to get this out ahead. Now Lucas Raymond toward the left side wall. He'll just try to bank this to himself. And it's a battle right now. Michael Rasmussen out there with Raymond. So a little bit of size out there with a little bit of finesse. But now this could be an opportunity for the Maple Leafs as it was Victor Mete. He would have been the lone guy off the two-on-one, but Kelly Arncroft just blows a tire. And the Red Wings now will get this across the red line and chip it in as Raymond will play it. Ilya Samsonov almost fell behind his own net. Red Wings now have this toward the left side wall. And it's not really a good clear there by the Maple Leafs as Raymond still dances with it. It's set up for the one tee and it went off the right side of the wall, not the post. As this is picked up now by Pierre Engvall. And now the Maple Leafs will get this out. John Tavares out there right now with Morgan Riley. Riley is the one that's got it. Drop pass. Great setup for Kerfoot to Tavares, but he got denied by Helberg. Right in tight. And picked up now by the Red Wings. Raymond just trying to get this out with the help of Joe Valeno. This touches the stick of Philip Heronik. Heronik going to try to gain the entry. Dominic Kubalik is out there as well. Rasmus Sandin able to get around Heronik. A little bit of a cross-check that was not called as Soderblom tries to find it with the help of Valeno. This is trapped toward the left side boards. Red Wings trying to keep this in. Over the last couple minutes, they had some possession. Kubelik will fire off the one-timers. It fell right to him. And that went up and out of play off the stick of Elias Samsonov. We'll take a break. We're still scoreless. Red Wings lead on the shot board 2-1, to one, but we're scoreless. Back in the official action right now, Joe Valeno. Try to pin this toward the right side boards. Justin Hall got around him. This is picked up now by Osterley. Osterley through the screen. There was all sorts of traffic, but the Red Wings will find it. Toward the forehand, Kubelik will spin. He's got it now near the right dot. Valeno lost an edge. David Camp trying to pry it away here for the Maple Leafs, and he does now. Make the pass ahead as they'll get this across the right side red line. Canceled off, though. Elmer Soderblom able to get a piece of it. And now Valeno will spin. He'll pass this back off the end boards. Another one-timer as that one goes wide and hits the left side boards. Valeno misses his check. David Camp really can't get it out just yet. And now they finally do to the Maple Leafs and Pierre Engvall. Engvall will dump this one in now as Helberg will take a look toward the left side post. Moritz Sider will find it here. And now this is picked up by TJ Brody. He's got it toward the right side dot. Maple Leafs trying to find this puck as one of the Red Wings falls down. It's toward the right side dot. A power move off the backhand, but it goes just wide. Now Dryden Hunt, who was just picked up about a week ago on the other side for New York, now a Toronto Maple Leaf, he lost it. So Red Wings can take their time. Mord Sider in behind the office right now of Helbert. He's got it toward the left side faceoff dot as Red Wings look to break out left to right. He'll dump this in across the red line where you can safely do so without an icing. As it touches the stick of T.J. Brody. They've been all over him over the last couple of minutes there. As Red Wings have some forecheck, but they've not been able to get shots on goal just yet. 11.25 left to go in the first. It's three shots to one in favor of the Wings. And now it's all alone there for Soderblom off the pass. And he just waited for reinforcements that took too long to get there. 
Oscar Sunquist now pinned against the right side wall. Jonathan Beargren out there as well as this gets fluttered down. Philip Peronic will go all the way back to retrieve it as he's got it near the right side dot. But 11 minutes left to go in this first scoreless at Scotiabank Arena. It's a back-to-back -back for the Red Wings. It's a tough one at that. They just lost to the Florida Panthers last night. Now they got to play the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs will have a back-to-back -back tomorrow against the Flyers. Red Wings make a par move toward the right side wall as Ben Chirot was trying to buy some time. And in the same spot, the puck goes with Jonathan Beargren. Larkin has it now in behind the office of Samsonov, but sticks are all over him. And now Michael Bunting will race. He's the second-year man. He's 26 now, but he's a second-year man, technically. As this is picked up by the wings, Beargren will make the pass across. Larkin was looking for the backhanded feed, but the Red Wings didn't skate for the two-on-one side. Now this could come quickly the other way. And the high slot, great move by Martyr. Tries to put a pass through, but it goes toward the right side boards. And now a penalty upcoming, and I figured this was going to be the case. Jake Wallman is going to plead his case. He's going to go back to the box. And it's going to be the second power play upcoming when we come back from the commercial break for the Leafs. So Jake Wallman will sit in the box. 10-12 left to go in the first. It's the second power play for the Maple Leafs. Only one shot on that power play. So we'll see what ends up happening on this one. He can't give Toronto too many opportunities. They're batting about a one for four right now, about 25%. So it's pretty good numbers right now. That's about exactly where you want to be, just a little over 20%. So Marner will collect. Austin Matthews now has just got flubbed, but it can't be cleared out. And now hands are up in the air again. And is this going to be a penalty against Austin Matthews for tripping? Yes, it is. So, Mickey Redman had mentioned it toward our local side of the broadcast that the Jake Wallman penalty might have been a one that was a little bit eh. And now for Austin Matthews, to be honest with you, I didn't see him do anything to knock down Andrew Kopp. And Austin Matthews is going to go to the boxes. Sheldon Keefe's got a little bit of smile on his face and says, it's total BS, as you're reading his words across his mouth if you're following along on the broadcast. So I would agree with that on both sides. I don't think either one of those should have been penalties, but now it's going to be a four-on-four four for about a minute 52. And then the Red Wings have an abbreviated eight seconds left to go on a power play, which will technically be their first. Picked up now toward the right side wall. Andrew Kopp trying to pry it loose. We'll see what the Red Wings can do on a four-on-four. Four. And Andrew Kopp made a right idea with the back pass, but it couldn't find Olimata. So a minute 30 left to go on the four-on-four. Four. Still three shots to one. Not a lot going on in this first period, and I'm very surprised it's been a feeling-out process considering with the Maple Leafs. And the way that the Red Wings have played over the last few games, you think that this would be corporal punishment on live TV. Bunting will fake this one here for Riley, now to Brody. Brody will get this across from outside red line here as Nylander will be patient. He's going to hold. And the Maple Leafs can play this however they want to. Even on the 4-on-4 four four side, he can make it feel like a power play with the personnel that they can put on the ice. So 9.05 left to go on the first. Nylander finds his entry. We'll leave it here for Rasmus Sandin. Sandin off the Lilligram pass. He hit it too hard off the embankment. you got to go back into the neutral zone now. Sandin will find it. Another cross-ice pass. Good setup there. Be a walk-in chance for Nylander. And he missed the net. Red Wings dodge a bullet there as Dylan Larkin gets us across the red line side. He'll find it toward the right side as Trot overskated it. Cider now will hold. Good setup there inside for Larkin in the middle of the slot. And Samsonov 
found the answer. Now we will get an official break. Come right back. We'll finish this four on four in a moment. So 15 seconds left to go on the four on four. It's still scoreless right now. Mark Giordano will get this across the offensive zone as it's tried to get picked up there by David Camp. Red Wings will overskate and Giordano got one more time to get this. So it's going to be an eight second power play, but it's going to be Toronto puck possession. So that's going to essentially cancel out anything for the Red Wings, but it's a chance right out of the box. Scores! Red Wings cherry-picking Jake Woolman puts the Red Wings up, and that was a perfect design. Jake Woolman did not leave his spot. He comes right back out, out of the box. It's a chance off the four-on-four, four, and the Red Wings capitalize, and the Toronto Maple Leafs probably fell asleep a little bit, but Wallman, very smart about where he was going to be on the ice. Breakout pass, he's all alone toward the left-wing side. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. He skates in between the circles, lets the wrist shot go. He's not going to do the gritty right now, but Jake Wallman, the defenseman, with a big-time goal for the Red Wings, Gives them a one nothing lead. So very opportunistic was Jake Wallman. But the Maple Leafs have kind of been sleepwalking through this first period. And I can't imagine it's going to stay that much longer. So Larkin's bid gets deflected. It bounces off the body of Riley. Takes a friendly bounce for the wings wheel. As Perron will try to keep this across the red line side. Cider will collect now with Larkin. It's David Perron as one of the Red Wings will fall down. Still makes a play from his knees with Jonathan Beargrin. And Perron able to save this here to Sider, but he hit this across the left side wall. Red Wings now have all sorts of puck possession. Here's Perron. Larkin flubbed on the one tee. As this is picked up now by David, but he's canceled off toward the right side wall, trying to make a play from his knees in his own end, the offensive end at that. And this gets cleared back down. So here's a chance now for Hironic be able to take his time. The Red Wings just scored right out of the box was Jake Wallman. They found him with an outstretched pass. It was only Mata with the primary as it caught the Maple Leafs off guard. It's going to be icing, though, against the Wings. Five shots to one. And again, I say this with very bated breath as a broadcasting from the Michigan side. I don't know if the Red Wings are going to be able to hold on to this for much longer. This has been a, a throwaway period for the Maple Leafs. I think even the fans will tell you that. I'm just trying to be as kind as possible. But, again, this is a team that the Maple Leafs should be able to stomp all over with the mud hole stomp, the stone-cold Steve Austin. But we'll see what ends up happening. It's a good start for the Wings. They've played decent defensively, but I would counter and say the Maple Leafs haven't done much offensively. They've had a couple power plays and only had one shot to speak of. And a four-on-four four kind of canceled off part of that time as well. They had one full in about 30 seconds of another. So Kampf will get this one down. Outstretch pass, Berggren. Red Wings want an icing. They're not going to get one. Helberg had his stick up in the air. Now John Tavares, the captain, will touch. But this might have been blown dead with a hand pass. 6.30 left to go in this first. Five shots to one. Wings get on the board first with 6.30 in the opening frame. And if Cooper Hopkins was able to join me tonight, I'd have a little bit of uh, excitement. I thought about maybe doing the 10 o'clock game between the Golden Knights side of it and the LA Kings. A little bit of a headache and all that stuff. I was trying to work out and take a shower, get all stuff set up. All that stuff had passed now, so I'm feeling a lot better on the side of it. A little bit of the migraine all the way across, but it's kind of gone away now. 
think I'd feel a little bit better if I get the uh, road team a win here, but we'll see what ends up happening. There's so much time left. It's kind of like how it was against the United States and Canada when Canada came back, scored six, and got the buzzsaw. Kind of what I feel like the Maple Leafs could do. So Giordano, get this across the red line side as Heronik's being hooked a little bit, held. As Rasmussen toward the left side of the red line, Zach Aston Reese will try to pry this loose here for the Maple Leafs. And Aston Reese was taken down in front of the referee and no call. So that's pretty interesting on that side as it's been pretty loose. Heronik, a lot, of bit, a lot different than the IHF over the last few days, no doubt about that. So Heronik can't get it out. Mark Giordano will keep this blue line toward the left side. Gets blocked there by Andrew Kopp. Cop, nice job, able to take his time, makes a pass off the embankment to Heronik. Heronik will just get this a little bit closer across the red line. Now Maple Leafs take their time. Giordano with the outstretched pass, bounces up in the air, gloved down by Wallman. Wallman will get this pass and pick it back up. Now toward the left side of the red line. We'll get it down as Joe Valeno trying to find it with the help of Dominic Kubelik. Kubelik stuck toward the right side, Morgan Riley. I'm just trying to get this one to David Kemp. Riley will collect and toward the right side dot, but overskated it was Pierre Engvall. Could add an opportunity. Red Wings will chip this across the right side wall, but Osterlake couldn't find it. And now this goes back to Morgan Riley, as this will be skated back down from the help of Kerfoot. And the Maple Leafs can look to break out right to left. They will play a pool-type pass. That goes off toward the left side boards as this gets picked up by Austin Matthews. Kneeliner shooting short side. Red Wings desperately got to get this out now. It was only Mata stuck toward the right side boards. He's out there with Osterley. Mata still with it though. And he flips it down expertly over three Maple Leafs. Good work there by only Mata. As this is picked up now, Peron will get this across the red line. As it touches the stick of Elias Samsonov. Riley, outstretched pass. Kneeliner now. Kneeliner holding off of the forehand side. Good setup there for Matthews, but he had to find it in between his skate. As this can't be held across the blue line, Timothy Lilligren will have to go back and check up. Four minutes left to go in the first. Red Wings get this across the uh, red line. Beargren by himself, trying to win a puck battle as he's trying to get around Rasmus Sandin, but he can't do it. Sandin holding off the forehand nine, held against the right side wall. It's loose there for Sunquist trying to tap it. Sunquist. Has it now toward the right side wall. A little bit of a redwood tree as Oscar Sunquist about 6-4. Shot in through the screen right in the catching glove of Samsonov. 3.39 left in the first. Begin immediate timeout. Come right back. 3.30 left to go in the first period. John out here with you on the call from Scotiabank Arena. We're at the site of the Maple Leafs. It's a one nothing lead for the Red Wings courtesy of a Jake Wallman goal. As we get a offside entry with 3.26. So you can catch this game all over the place. Catch a Leafs game with Steve Dangle on the Hockey Night in Canada stream. You can catch it on CBC. In Canada, I'm watching the local Bally Sports Detroit feed because it's the only one that I can get right now being here in Michigan. It's a big-time matchup against the original six side. Again, there's a lot of panic toward uh, Maple Leafs fans as they're always in the news cycle in the sense of as they're trying to restructure some of their defensive sides as Morgan Riley, TJ Brody come back in. Not been as sharp as they would like to be. This is probably a throwaway period for them at this point. They only have one shot in this first period. However, they're still a top five team in the NHL as far as points are concerned. Still second in the Atlantic. There is no panic on my side. But that is just me. I'm just not even trying to be diplomatic. There should not be. 
but there is a tripping penalty upcoming against the Maple Leafs as Oscar Sundquist got knocked down. So this is an opportunity here for the Red Wings. I understand it's early, and I understand it's six shots to one on the board. But I really definitely think, as far as covering one of my own teams in a local assignment, haven't done this in a while. I always try to watch this against good teams. I guess I'm a uh, glutton for punishment on that side. But you want to watch what your team will do against other really good teams in the league. I think this is a must-score right now for the Red Wings. As Toronto's still trying to find their footing, I don't think you want to miss too many of these opportunities. As Mark Giordano is put to the box, two minutes for a hold. It's Sunquist. So man advantage here for the Red Wings. They win the draw. David Perron going to take his time. Lucas Raymond toward the right side. Dot lost it. Couldn't get around with the help of Kubalik. And now picked up by the Maple Leafs. We'll see if they'll just flutter this one down. That's exactly what David Camp is going to do. 2.45 left to go in this first. About a buck 35 left to go in the Red Wings power play. Technically, it's their second. The first one was only about eight seconds of the four on four. So... Really, if you're keeping score at home, probably one for the Red Wings, one for the Maple Leafs. So any kind of full concern and variety to even get going as this one gets cleared down the ice again. It's going to be a race for the puck. Hironic will get to it as the Maple Leafs decided better then on that side with Yarncroft to not go too far ahead. So gain the entry. The pass is very sloppy across the right side wall. And again, a very easy clear for... The Toronto Maple Leafs says it's a minute left to go on the Red Wings man advantage. Two minutes left to go in this first. Glad you could join me here from the Scotiabank Arena as we're watching the original six matchup between the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs. Try to get fluttered around the right side boards. This is kept in nicely by Joe Valeno on the high slot. Red Wings try to make something happen. Sent it up for a short side one-timer for Valeno. And that one was stopped by Samsonov toward the left post. Kept in, though, by the wing wheel. Spin move off the right side boards. Set up the one-timer for Valeno, but that was a little bit too easy to watch with the eyes. Not a lot of speed on it, didn't get all of it. Still was stopped there by Samsonov. Now eight shots to one in favor of Detroit. With the buck 36 left to go in this first. There won't be much of a reset that I will need to do because there's not much going on in this first period, to be honest with you, but we can probably flip around the league and take an inside look if you want, and I'll give you some scores on the NHL side. If Cooper Hopkins does join me, I'm not anticipating that he's going to, because again, during the California side, it's only 450 for him. Maybe toward the third period, possibly, I would get him in here to watch this one. Maybe I can actually watch the Red Wings win a game when I've covered them this year. They have not won a game, although the Dylan Larkin play against the LA Kings for the end of the year was one of the most miraculous. Alexander Kerfoot. Nice toe drag ahead. He's going to walk right in against Helberg. But the neck gets knocked off. So Alexander Kerfoot, he was just trying to kill some time. Then all of a sudden he just says, what the hell? Let me put some of these moves on and see if I can put one of the Red Wings D in the dust. And absolutely, Kerfoot just skating his way toward the side gets right around. Jonathan Berggren. But he meets the left post. And knocks the net off its moorings. And Magnus Helberg be able to take a breath. So that shot never got to Helberg, but his heart had to be beaten a little bit extra fast there. So 121 left to go. And now Jonathan Berggren, the reason why Kerfoot took the spill, he took a two-minute for cross-checking. So 15 seconds left to go on a four-on-four, four, and then the Maple Leafs will have the man advantage the rest of the way. Matthews will win it clean. 
34 gets it back to 44. Morgan Riley. Matthews now holding on the left side wall. Now sitting in the high slot, taking his time. Matthews works his way to the forehand. He's just going to look for a sauce pass. It gets deflected. Nice job there to knock it away from Matthews just in time. Always dangerous, whether or whether or not Austin Matthews has the puck. He's a really good 200-foot player. Everybody knows about his goal-scoring ability, but very underrated. He's one of the best defensive forwards we've got in the league. He can do a little bit of everything. William Nylander shot goes to the left side of the wall. Picked up by the captain, John Tavares, trying to drop this back to Matthews as Marner keeps us alive toward the left side in the high slot. Tipped by Matthews off of the face mask of Helbert. Good pressure there. Marner able to hold it, but the Red Wings will dump it down. 25 seconds left to go in this first as this is picked up through the power play side. Marner off the backhand as they'll keep this along the wall. Matthews going to walk right in with a wrister. And that one goes high and up and on a plate. 16 seconds left to go in this first 55 seconds left to go in the Toronto power play. As Jake Wallman has some words there from one of the Maple Leafs. He's feeling himself a little bit after that first goal, and I don't blame him. It was an electric one at that, but the Red Wings need to be able to continue to get some defensive pressure. I don't think there's been a whole lot. I just think the Maple Leafs have kind of shot themselves in the foot as they've kind of sleepwalked through this first. So Marner, and again, they can wake up at any time. Matthews passed a little bit too far. Tavares gets canceled off the left side wall. This hits off the right. Marner going to let it go through the screen. That's going to end this first period. It's a 1-0 lead for the Maple Leafs. Maybe they didn't even get the shot on goal off in time. Shot board now does read 8-2. That is what the totals are. It's a 1-0 lead for the Red Wings. When we come back, we'll start the second period in a moment. So puck drop going to be getting underway here officially. It's a 1-0 lead for the Detroit Red Wings. Zooming in on Jake Wallman, he's your lone goal scorer right now. As the Red Wings are have the road whites nowadays, but Patrick and I still remember when the Red Wings would wear the red on the road and the white at home. It certainly trips me up as a young kid to be able to see that. I wish it would be reversed, but that is a small nitpick on my side. So unfair puck drop, and we will do it again. Toronto will begin this second period with an abbreviated power play as they get underway now. They'll get this across the red line. It'll be a quick race for the puck. Mitch Marner will try to send it off in front off skates as this touches the stick of number 34, Austin Matthews. Going to take his time as he's in toward the high slot. You imagine Matthews is going to get it back for the one tee, and that's exactly what happens. And now the Maple Leafs score. What a great design, whether that was missed intentionally or whatnot. Mitch Marner just waited toward the right post. Waited like he knew the puck was going to fall right back there off the lively inboards at Scotiabank. And Marner ties this right up at one. Again, I can't tell you that I didn't expect this, but that seemed like an incredible design. Is I don't know how you could get a puck to bounce like that to go right back to Marner. Marner's just posted up toward the left side of in between the dot and the red line, and no chance for Magnus Helberg to be able to make that save. None whatsoever. So no blame on him on that side, but that's a hell of a silly there for Marner as well, as he is the lone all-star right now for Toronto. I got a little bit of the fan vote. Dylan Larkin is the all-star for the Red Wings. And Marner makes it a 1-1 game now. 
So it's going to be a power play goal for Toronto as we just started this second period. It's only the third shot of the game. So Magnus Helberg, 2 out of 3, 66% save percentage right now. So he's going to want to increase that one as Mark Giordano. We'll get this now across the red line side. This gets picked up by the Maple Leafs. David Camp will turn it over. And now Kubelik with the help tries to go pick it up. And now it's a breakout opportunity for the Reefs toward the right side wall. Pierre Engvall gets canceled off and Larkin will flutter this across the red line. Maple Leafs will take their time. There are a lot of people right now at Scotiabank, as you would imagine. It's very nice between the Red Wings and the Maple Leafs. All it really is is a drive across the bridge on that side. And again, I mentioned this story a couple times when the Leafs and the Red Wings played each other. One of the games I did go to at LCA, I was with a Maple Leafs crowd that could not be any more friendly. It's been a good rivalry on that side as far as original six is concerned. Suter, this goes off the skate. Sunquist tries to find it but it bounces off the skate of Samsonov. It's a race for the puck that Magnus Helberg will have to play off the inboards. Uh, Wallman will get this one down. 18 minutes left to go in the second. We're tied at one. The latest goal was Mitch Marner. It was Jake Wallman for the Red Wings side. We'll see if the Red Wings can kind of patch the holes here or if they can continue to keep a little bit of pressure because it's kind of been an uneven game at times. Eight shots to three. This is toward the right side of the crease, jamming away at it. Now Raymond will get this nice offer cider into the traffic as this gets blocked right to Jake Wallman. Fortunate bounce there for Detroit as there's a stick twig that's broken toward the right side of the dot. Holding off the left side wall is Detroit. Andrew Kopp will get this now here for Raymond. And it did bounce off the stick twig. And now have to skate back out there is Joe Valeno. There really wasn't anything he could do. You figured it would get right in the way. Kopp will gain the entry there for Kubelik. Kopp try to get there with Raymond as well. Raymond will get it back. Now to Wallman. Wallman hold through the screen. It's a friendly bounce. What a stop by Samsonov. Snow Angel. Red Wings still with it. Cider holding. Raymond taking his time. Now to the traffic. This goes off the glove handle of Samsonov and cleared down. That was a good shift there for the Red Wings, and that was awfully close. Samsonov made his biggest stop of the game so far. 16-35, left to go in the second. Long bomb pass. Gets deflected off sticks, and Zach Aston Reese will get this back in his own end. Kemp will spin. That's Rasmus Sandin now. Dangerous pass into the middle. Red Wings can find it there with Chirot, but they got to go back. It's Philip Peronic. Has it in his own end now. Nine shots to three. It's a 1-1 tie. Mitch Marner with the latest goal. And that was right at the beginning of the power play that Toronto carried over from that first. Chirot enters as you get the goalies go chant from the Maple Leafs crowd. As this is picked up now by the Maple Leafs in their own end. They'll look to break out left to right in this period. They got the all blue. The Red Wings have the white shirt with the red pants. As this is picked up by William Nylander. Let's it go through the wrist shot. Picked up by Larkin. Good outstretched pass there by Larkin. Off the backhand as Jonathan Berggren tries to find it. Berggren canceled off the left side wall now. Perron will try to help out as he knocks the puck away from Justin Hall. Berggren also there as well. Michael Bunting in toward the left side wall. And now Kampf as big hit. One of the Red Wings are down. And that was Jordan Osterley as he gives a little bit of a shove. And the ref was looking right at it. No call though. Still underway. Justin Hall has it, 
Gets it across the red line now. Good outstretched pass toward the left wing side. And I'll put it around the embankment. Red Wings will try to collect. Bunting trying to make life difficult off the clear for Olimata. Captain across the red line now. Larkin got hit up in the head as this is picked up back by Mata. Larkin, nice entry toward the left wing side. Going to fire it short side. And that one goes just high. It's toward the right side dot now as Jordan Osterlein lost it. Maple Leafs can take their time and across the red line now and could get back there by Oscar Sundquist. Good 200-foot game. Help out. The Red Wings need to be able to make some changes here, especially on defense too. The forwards and the defense will change. Jake Wolman was the only one that didn't. It's Pew Suter. Off the backhand side, he gets canceled off by a couple sticks. Dumped down deep toward the red side red line. Ilya Samsonov holding on at left side post now. Sundquist. We'll get to it. Michael Bunting will collect. Toward the right wall, Bunting holding it off the forehand side. This goes in between the skates of Cider, but he finds it. Jake Wallman's got to do so as well. As Revings just got to punch this ahead. Adam Ernie will get it down across the red line where he could safely do so. And now it's Zach Aston Reese plays the pass for Timothy Lilligren. Good outstretched pass, but this gets canceled away. Cider took it away from Matthews. Cider stuck in his own end off the spin. We'll get it back in amongst the traffic, and Helberg probably had his heart skip a beat there as Toronto was pretty active on that forecheck. Toward the left side of the red line, picked up now by the Red Wings, it's Wallman. It feels like he's been out there for about three minutes as the Red Wings will get it down. Cop Rasmussen out there as well. Cop touched it, tried to leave it there for Rasmussen, and now the Maple Leafs will find this in their own end. It's been a good defensive zone battle right now, and a neutral zone battle, if not for that early goal. Only three shots for the Maple Leafs still, and we're 13-20 in the second. It's loose! Scores! Right in the middle of the slot, and that's exactly how it happens. It's the wrong man to give the puck to. John Tavares, 2-1 lead for the Maple Leafs. Two goals on four shots. Opportunistic is all you can say. And when you get John Tavares in the middle of a slot, he's not going to make a mistake. Kelly Arncroft gets it right to Tavares. Nobody picks him up. All he does is make a forehand, backhand, forehand move. Albert Bites falls down. And John Tavares, the captain, gives the Maple Leafs a 2-1 lead. That's a goal scorer's goal. And a great pass there by Kelly Arncroft. To set up John Tavares, 40 games played, 17 goals, 19 assists, 34 points in the last 23 games for the Maple Leafs captain. Two goals on four shots. You could put a pillow back there at this point, you'd still get the same result. Kubalik in through the traffic. Soderblom trying to find it there for Detroit. As they need to be able to find it here. Again, I can't say that they're playing all too poorly, and the Maple Leafs aren't playing that great either, but it's still three goals on very limited shot opportunities. It's been a very odd game. A couple of the NHL assignments that we've covered this week between Carolina and New York and now Detroit and Toronto. They've been very odd as this is picked up by Morgan Riley in their own end. This is going to be a race down the ice and an easy entry. Nylander cross pass and that one was just too far for Matthews. That could have easily been a 3-1 scoreline. Matthews off the backhand. Good stop there by Helberg. That was one of the times I could actually say that because it's not been a lot of opportunities for him to face. Only three more shots than Patrick and I have so far in this side. That's, uh, that says a lot. So this is picked up by Pierre Ingvall. Red Wings trying to get this out of their own end. They cannot. 
This gets canceled toward the right side wall by the Maple Leafs. David Camp had it right on the doorstep, but it just went off a skate. Maple Leafs will collect. Timothy Lilligren will put this around the embankment. Jordan Osterley canceled off by bodies, and again, the Red Wings cannot clear. Lilligren into the screen, fought off by Helberg a couple times. The second rebound knocked him down. But the Maple Leafs still have it. They're starting to find their skating legs now, which is dangerous for Detroit. This could get ugly. Engvall across the wall. Leaves it here for Lilligren. It's stopped off the skate, but the Red Wings able to lift the stick just in time as an open net would have been there for Toronto. So this is not iced. Toronto, long outstretched pass, finds Marner. Marner will spin. He's going to work his way in the high slot. Beat a man off of the tip was Tavares, who just untied this game, kept across the blue line side by Justin Hall. And now Valeno will get it back to Ben Chirot. Toronto's definitely found their skating legs now, and this is trouble for Detroit, as this is picked up now toward the right side wall. And now Hall will be the first to get to it. 11 shots to 8 as this one gets dumped down. Again, it was 6 shots for Toronto in this period to just 1 for Detroit. So that's kind of telling you the way that it's moving right now. Chirot, Ernie, across the red line now, chip and chase. And that's what the Red Wings will start to do when they're starting to feel some danger. Try to find Chirot to Sunquist and tip it out in front, but they cannot. Now William Nylander. Gains the entry toward the right wing side. Off the forehand, he lets one go, and he whistles it just wide of the wall toward the left post. Michael Rasmussen trying to knock his man off the puck. Austin Matthews just couldn't find it in time, otherwise he would have been open in the high slot. Cleared down on the Red Wings side by Lucas Raymond. Off the backhand, Rasmussen trying to join in. 10.05 left to go in this second frame. The Maple Leafs have just taken a 2-1 lead. Nylander. Hits it off the wall as this is settled down by Lilligren and dumped in across the red, but intercepted there by Moritz Sider. Gains the entry off the backhand, trying to leave it here for David Perron. Austin Matthews is all over him, though. Back pass, good work there by Sider to cop, but good defense there by Austin Matthews. He's not just a goal scorer. He can get you 60, but he can play a good 200-foot game. He's one of the best, most complete players to be got in the NHL, no doubt about it. Olimata, outstretched pass there for Joe Valeno. Gets picked up there by David Camp. This is a one-on-one -on -one opportunity and set up there between Zach Aston Reese, but it gets canceled off from Camp, and now the one-timer goes just wide to the right dot. Lilligren will keep this in as this is picked up by Zach Aston Reese. Toward the right side wall, above the glove of Helberg, but still in his office. Toronto, like hyenas on hamburger meat right now, keeping this alive. David Camp... Missed with off the one-timer with the help of Lilligren. Picked up by Mata. Mata, they finally get it out to the Red Wings. And Lilligren will find it with 8.50 left to go in this second frame. John on here doing the play-by-play -play from Scotiabank. It's the Maple Leafs and the Red Wings in original six match. we got the Belly Sports Detroit feed. Appreciate you guys following along on Twitter spaces and on the YouTube side. Maple Leafs have it in their own end. Lilligren help get things reset. Long outstretch pass. Bounce off of the hands. This could be an opportunity for Toronto in the high slot. But the Red Wings knock it away. Jonathan Berggren, stretch pass for Perron. You can always tell him with that black visor. Larkin into the screen. And this one gets fought off by Samsonov with the left pad. Circling back in their own end is David Kampf. 
Now with Justin Hall, this third line for Toronto is more of a defensive line. You can say that, although they can create space, they got some speed. Right side wall assignment picked up there by Adam Ernie, but he gets canceled off by three Maple Leafs. And now the captain back out there, John Tavares, the latest goal scorer. Good hit there by Sunquist to throw a little bit of the body on Marner. Didn't knock him off the puck, though. Pew Suter able to locate, drop this one for Ernie. Ernie through the traffic for Sunquist. Not a bad idea, but Samsonov got knocked down. We'll see if he's okay. Tavares gains the entry. It's an offside one. 7.38 left to go on the second. We get a media timeout. Maple Leafs up 2-1. Back into the action now. The Maple Leafs have the puck in the Red Wings defensive zone. 7.20 left to go in this second. It's 13 shots to 10 in favor of the Red Wings. But it's a pair of goals in the second period for Toronto to take the lead. Not a lot of shot opportunities for both. But now it's 13-11 to 11 as the Maple Leafs are starting to wake up in this second period as they've taken the lead and actually get some shots on the board. Magnus Helberg hasn't had a lot of work to do. Good tip out in front. Ben Chirot, though, is the defenseman off of the rush. And his low wrist shot gets held in the catching glove of Ilya Samsonov as Bunting and Chirot have a little bit of a pushing and shoving. And now Philip Hronik and Austin Matthews, although for Austin Matthews it's a little bit of window dressing. You want to protect your assistant captain. You're not going to have him throw too many punches right now. So 2-1 lead. And as we're getting close to, not so close to any of the second period, but at 6.55 left is now there is a little bit more pushing and shoving as we get a little bit more of a commercial break. Bunting really wants a piece of one of the Red Wings for whatever reason. Don't know why he's so animated, to be honest with you. Again, for the Ballet Sports Detroit side, he's been very animated, and that's the feed that I have now. Now Bunting is going to the box. I think it might be Bunting and Bunting alone. Did the Red Wings get a little poke in there that he wasn't too happy about? Or he just really, he, he was really animated. And guys, I'm sorry, I can't give you anything definitive. So Chirac gets a push over there to Bunting. That was the first one. So we're still looking right now. I'm looking at this live feed for this replay. The show Bunting. Bunting and the referee is being held. And now Bunting gets an extra hand on one of the Red Wings. And then he bumps into Raymond and gives him a headlock. Now Rasmussen gives him a couple punches, knocks down Raymond on accident. So Bunting's certainly been the agitator, and that's just quite frankly a dumb penalty. So it's going to be a neutral zone face-off. The Red Wings will go to a power play. They have a minute 50 left to do so. This could be an opportunity for them to tie the game, and quite frankly, I don't know why Michael Bunting was so agitated. But that's not a smart penalty to take. So 635. Tip by Raymond, couldn't locate it, and now Raymond trying to find this now with the help of Dominic Kubalik. I notice Kubalik's been moved down in the lineup of late over the last few games. He's not been as uh, ostentatious with his chances and opportunistic as you'd like him to be. Maybe you'd consider him moving him up, but at the same time, you're not playing Robbie Fabry off the back-to-back, -back, and Jacob Verana has got that little stint there in between the player personnel program where he's in Grand Rapids, so... We'll see what ends up happening with Kubalik as far as whether they'll move him up and down the line. So Larkin lost to Kellyon Krug off the clear. And now the Red Wings have about a minute left to go in this power play that Michael Bunting is going to have to serve. And quite frankly, it was a dumb penalty. Philip Hronik picks this up now near the left side dot. I'll leave it here for Joe Valeno. Valeno will gain the entry. He'll just put it across the right side wall. Try to get picked up there by one of the Redwoods. 
and Oscar Sundquist. Again, he's six foot four. Elmer Soderblom hasn't had as much time of late on that side, but he used to be part of that line. Perron had to hold it. He couldn't one time in it, and a lot of left pad save for Samsonov as he could recover. But the Red Wings immediately lose the puck possession as it's possession on the kill. Kelly Arncroft off the cross pass, and now this puck could come the other way. Maybe Valeno's going to elect to shoot. Keeps it alive off the backhand, set it up for the one tee, and this one gets blocked before whatever hit off this Sunquist opportunity. Now back in toward the wall. Sider will take it. Cross pass Jonathan Berggren in between the circles. And now this gets picked up by Wallman. Wallman with the back pass. Try to find Sider. Sider into the traffic. Took a took a bounce. Sunquist has to settle it down. Samsonov holding on to that left post. But the puck never got there. Across the blue paint. And now the Maple Leafs have killed the penalty. Here's Bunting. You wonder if he's a little bit angry from that penalty and want to try to do some things himself if he'll be in his own headspace. And across the red line now, picked up by Valeno, but it'll be an offside entry with 4.35 left to go in the second. We'll step out with a commercial break. Come right back. We'll finish off the second frame. 4.30 left to go in this middle frame. It's a 2-1 lead for the Maple Leafs as the puck goes up and under the players' bench. Again, I'm following along on the Valley Sports Detroit local feed. You can catch this game on CBC. You can catch it and catch a Leafs game with Steve Dangle on the Sportsnet side. You know, if you're a goaltender, tend the goal. A lot of those ones for Leafs fan reaction. He's very good on that side. He's always very animated. But I appreciate you guys following along on the Twitter Spaces side and the YouTube side. For the Hockey Night in Canada original six matchup. It's a 2-1 game right now. The Maple Leafs have this in their own end, looking to break out left to right in this period. The Red Wings will be going right to left. Magnus Helberg wasn't sure if he wanted to play it or freeze it, and this is going to lead to an opportunity now for William Nylander. Probably should have froze that one. Now through the high slot, it's loose, and an opportunity for Hall, but he just missed the right side of the post, and that was one of the situations where the Red Wings shot themselves in the foot big time, but it's Puck possession right now for Mark Giordano. Holding on the right side wall. And now Austin Matthews will leave it for Giordano. The Maple Leafs have to go back and check up in their own end. And now speaking of the plays that you don't want to make, Red Wings take a penalty. And I'll let you know who that's on once the Red Wings actually touch up. So Maple Leafs can take their time off of this 6-on-5, and it's going to change once the Red Wings actually touch up. David Perron, one of the lone four-checkers right now. The Leafs are in no rush, although the net is empty. The only way that the Red Wings could score is if they accidentally passed it in their own net. We've seen that happen sometimes, but I'm not going to call it. Hole will get this across. Marner gains the entry now toward the left side wall. Beautiful toe drag off the step through. And now Ole Mata will touch this one before it hits Helberg in the middle of the slot. Might have to pay some bills one more time as we get a commercial break. It's Ben Chirot going to the box. Three minutes left to go in the second period. It's going to be Ben Chirot sent to the sin bin for a cross check. So this is a big time opportunity for the Red Wings on this penalty kill. They've got to pretty much kill this one off because if it gets to a 3-1, I don't know if they're going to be able to come back and get another one in this game. We'll see how it goes though. So picked up now. Morgan Riley gets it across. Now toward the left side circle. Going to be held by John Tavares. He's getting around three different Red Wings. And now Nylander will take his time in behind the office of Helberg. Marner with the slap pass. Set it up here for Riley. He does the same. Leave it for Tavares. In between the circles now. Very patient. Nylander's shot goes off of the left stick of Helberg. And sent down the ice. 
So Toronto's power play is a thing of beauty. They're always patient, they're always positioned, and they know how to score. And they have dangerous personnel on the ice at all times. That's one of those situations that will carry them, even when they have a not-so-great game that they're having right now. Yes, it is a 2-1 lead for the Maple Leafs, and yes, the fans will take it. But this has been a very... Uh, Stop and start, you know, kind of stall game in between these two teams. Not been very fluid. So Marner, get this across. Austin Matthews, keep it alive off the forehand. Riley sets it up. Matthews, what a stop by Helberg as he flashed the right glove. That was a one T. That wasn't in Ovechkin's office. That was right in the middle of the slot. And Austin Matthews got answered there by Helberg. No doubt about that, you can mark that one down as one of the big-time opportunities that's going to keep the Red Wings back in this game. It was a simple forehand pass in behind the office, and they give him go right back. And Matthews got stonewalled. As that one actually might have went off of a stick, excuse me, by Snyder. I thought it was actually saved by Helberg. He wanted to flash that glove, and I expected, just like he did, the puck to be there. So my apologies, Jake Wallman, as this one gets cleared off the glass and down the ice. 25 seconds left to go in the Toronto power play. As this gets picked up now by Riley, he's going to leave it back into the forward side. And we'll do it again. Kelly Arncroft gained the entry. He was just on the kill side. Now he's on the second line power play. As this is picked up by the Leafs. Bunting. We'll get this across now. As Leafs will hold. Bunting with the slapper. It goes off of the midsection of Helbert. Kept in. Toward the right side wall. Bunting lets it go again into the screen. Yarncroft trying to get there. Good defense there by Wallman to cancel him off inside the blue paint, though. As this gets sent across the red line. we got a minute remaining left to go in the second period. Collision into the neutral zone right now as some bodies are taking some tumbles on both sides. Red Wings will get this down across the red line as Wallman will do his job again. But this is iced. Rasmus Sandin will get there first. It's going to be an offensive zone face-off here for the Maple Leafs, and the Red Wings cannot change their personnel. That's what an icing will do with 46 seconds left to go in the middle frame. 18 shots to 14 still in favor of the Red Wings, but it was two shots for the Maple Leafs in the first. They got 12 in this middle frame, and now they have the lead. They were trailing 1-0 after 1. They're up 2-1 after 2. More Sider currently one minute on the shift right now as this is going to be a face-off loss by Andrew Kopp. It's kept in there by the Maple Leafs, shot into the screen, but it got blocked off of one of the Maple Leafs' own and sent down the ice again where it is iced one more time. 34 seconds left to go in this middle frame. So upcoming for the Toronto Maple Leafs is going to be a back-to-back. I believe that this one is going to be against the Philadelphia Flyers. That should give me... Enough time to scroll down. So it is Philadelphia. That's going to be a 7 p.m. Eastern start in Philly at Wells Fargo Center. They will have a TNT game on Nashville before they play Detroit again off the back-to-back. So a couple of back-to-backs for Toronto. Back-to-back tomorrow, they get three days off, and then back-to-back with Nashville and Detroit in this week's side of it. So Maple Leafs have this in their own end right now as I'll pull back up the rosters one more time. 15 seconds as this is collected for an icing, so they give me a good time for a reset. Let's do the same for the Red Wings before we close out this second period. And I kind of brought this up. It would be a good time to get some talking points in. 
So after a back-to-back right now that the Red Wings just lost against the Florida Panthers, they could do so against Toronto. This is a difficult schedule. They got Winnipeg on Tuesday. They got Toronto on Thursday. And then they will have Columbus on Saturday. That's going to be their week. Monday will fall with Colorado, and then a back-to-back with Arizona, and then Vegas in the three-game road trip. So tough schedule right now for Detroit. Ten seconds to go as... Brody tried to center it out toward Magnus Helberg. Red Wings will get to it, but I don't know if they have time for a shot. Berger and stuck down the left wall. Lost it. That's going to end the first, second period. It's a 2-1 lead for the Toronto Maple Leafs, courtesy of John Tavares, your latest goal scorer. So we'll get you a little bit of reset around the league, maybe some NBA scores as well, say NFL playoff reset, or I should say Week 18 reset as we're getting the playoffs really underway right after that, just in a little bit. So puck drop set up here for the third period. John Tavares lost it. It's going to give the Red Wings puck possession. They'll be going uh, left to right in this third period. The Maple Leafs will be going right to left. The Red Wings are in the road whites with the red pants and the Toronto Maple Leafs in the all blue. We're watching this one at the Scotia Bank Center. The Maple Leafs have a 2-1 lead, courtesy of a couple goals from Mitch Marner and John Tavares in that second. They had just two shots in the first. Jake Wallman had the opening goal of the game, right coming right out of the box off a stretch pass from Mata as he had a breakaway shot in between the circles. Rasmussen tried to shoot it short side against Ilya Samsonov, and Sider makes this one across, and we'll get it back. Sider, patient. And now his pass was a poor one as it bounced off Tavares off the backside, and this goes up into the player's bench as we get a stoppage at 19-11 left to go in the third. It's 19 shots to 14 in favor of the wing wheel, but the Maple Leafs have the lead where it counts on the score Chiron, 2-1. Jake Wallman opened the scoring his third of the season, 11:57 from Mata and Hironic. I'll go ahead and change that in my notes as they've added a secondary assist. It was Marner from Matthews and Riley on the power play, and then John Tavares from Kelly Arncroft who got the primary. So this is a face-off win as Austin Matthews don't know if he took a stick in the mouth that wasn't called. As Larkin, able to try to find it now, he's going to leave it. Larkin's going to be stuck in toward the right side bench trying to get around Austin Matthews now. Two very special players on the ice in the Atlantic Division in between Dylan Larkin and Austin Matthews. Although I can definitely say, as much as I like Larkin, Austin Matthews is a couple steps above on that side. He is the primo superstar, and it's always good to have one. And especially if you're the Maple Leafs, you got several. So it's an embarrassment of which Rich is there on that side. So Australia lost it, and now the Leafs will try to figure this out in their own end as Morgan Riley gets across the red. He's going to chip this one down and take his change. 18-20 left to go in the third as the one-timer gets deflected up and on a play into the netting. That was David Kampf on the doorstep as we get a side-by-side commercial. So as I go in through my own notes, again, there wasn't much prep to have to do between these two teams because it should be known enough. The Detroit Red Wings entered the game 16, 14, and 7. They just lost off the back-to-back of the Panthers in danger of doing so against the Maple Leafs. Maple Leafs are 23, 9, and 7. Some of their fans are going to be scratching their head as they're trying to acquiesce TJ Brody and some of the other D-man back that they've struggled of late, but they're still a top-five team in the NHL and the second in the Atlantic. Upcoming penalty... I believe this one is going to be on the Red Wings, so they'll be shorthanded for the third time in this contest, and Toronto is going to go to the power play as it stands. And I'll make sure I'll pull up my ESPN box 
Looks like Pew Suter is going to do some time in the sin bin. So holding the stick is what the call is. Thank you to Mickey Redman as far as that against Pew Suter. And it's going to put Toronto on the power play for time number trace. Third time here right now. We'll see what ends up happening with the Maple Leafs and their power play. They've scored one out of three. That's what it will be right now. Although one of theirs was very abbreviated, just like we said with the Red Wings. They had about an eight-second advantage. So I really don't like to count those, but they count officially as far as those numbers if you look in the box. So Tavares trying to take this draw right now. We'll see who's going to get kicked out. It's one of the Red Wings, so Andrew Kopp going to have to go to the wing side. So it's Rasmussen against Tavares. Tavares wins it clean. Morgan Riley going to hold in the high slot lead for Matthews toward the left side dot. Matthews very patient. Riley will give it back to Austin now. Nice forehand setup. One time sizzler. And that was a rebound that Tavares couldn't locate as that was on the doorstep. Red Wings trying to get this out of their own end. Andrew Kopp will get a flip as this goes just away from the outstretched stick of Morgan Riley. Ilya Samsonov, again, I bet he would feel like he would need a pillow back there right now. It feels like he hasn't had much activity, although from a busy first, not been so busy after that. Marner, what an entry! What a save by Helberg! He just got a piece of the left skate! And is this one going to go out of play off the Red Wings is the case. It was a walk right in, and I'll have to get a secondary look as far as who was the offensive attacker. So Matthews will gain the entry off the drop pass. Matthews works his way to the net. So great job by Austin Matthews to never put his head down and never stop moving. And wow, he got all the way from the right to the left post. He just couldn't lift the puck. It was stopped by the left skate of Helberg. And that could save the game right now for the Red Wings. 19-19 now, the shot board is even. As Austin Matthews, I wouldn't say he got completely stonewalled, but still a great save there by Helberg and a much-needed one. Red Wings win the defensive zone draw. Ben Chirot holding off of the left side wall. Samsonov take no chances. He'll smother and hold. 105 left to go on the Toronto power play. They're going to have to contend with the defensive zone draw, though. So what would I say to anyone else that's listening in as far as Magnus Helberg? Where does he stand in the Red Wings goalie differential in the rankings? Well, Alex Nedeljkovic is still going through a conditional stint. He has not had the same type of season. And over the last maybe season and a half now, he's just not had the numbers. And he's just not found his way. If it wasn't for Ville Husso getting picked up in the offseason by Stevie Y. I think things would be completely dire. So I would put Helberg right now as the solid second. And Husso needs to recover from a little bit of that flu bug that he's had. He's, he's had a couple of rough games. Goaltending starting to fall apart right now. It's not a strong situation for Detroit. But I would give Helberg the number two marker right now as he's bounced around between four different teams over the last couple of seasons. So 32 seconds. And it's a chorus of boos. From the Scotiabank crowd, and I can only imagine if somebody's going to be sitting, it's the captaincy, John Tavares. So as this goes across the hand, and it, oh boy, again, in between Rasmussen and John Tavares, and this is from a Red Wing side broadcaster on the Michigan side, maybe a little bit of a foot there for Tavares and Trip Rasmussen, but that's uh, very sketchy. And Sheldon Keith has a little bit of a smile on his face. There's been a couple sketchy penalties against Toronto. There's been definitely one sketchy penalty against Detroit. They're certainly calling it tight. 
So 32 seconds left to go on a four-on-four. It's going to be an offensive zone draw. Dylan Larkin, the captain, going to take this one. He wins it clean, but they can't keep it alive across the left wall. Philip Hironic going to have to pick it up. So Hironic back in his own end. Excuse me, this is Mata out there with Osterley. Hironic's usually on the power play side, but it's four-on-four. David Perron, that was a dangerous pass off the back, and he's going to have to collect again. Is Larkin. Number 71's got it now. Ten seconds left to go on the four-on-four. We'll chip and chase this one and try to win the race. Again, I will say this, Dylan Larkin, going into next year, how much money is he going to get? He's probably going to be close to an $8, 9000000 $10 million player. I'm not going to say that he's not worth it. But I also kind of wonder in the same avenues as Tyler Bertuzzi hasn't been able to be healthy over the last couple of years, what does Steve Eisenman do? Dylan Larkin would look pretty attractive in another uniform. That would make me sad as far as some of the pictures. I don't have a jersey, but I do have a nice little picture as far as uh, the college side from the Griffins to the Wolverines and all that. But he could definitely be one of those guys that could be gone unless the Red Wings want to put $10 million towards somebody like that. He's going to at least get 9 to 10 So there's a lot to think about. And there's always a lot to press against Larkin because you know he's the main guy. So you're not always going to be able to have those breakout games. But if he was on a second or third line, I think he'd do a lot of damage. He's stuck on the top end because the Wings don't have a lot of depth just yet. And Perron and Kubalik are starting to uh, not have the same type of carry, although I'm not going to be disingenuous. They've been great players this year. They expected more from Andrew Kopp, and they expected Verona and Bertuzzi to be healthy. Jake Wallman, 20 seconds to go on the Red Wings power play. Been a lot of talking for me because there's not been a lot going on for the Red Wings power play, although the shot goes off the right skate. Now picked in across the end boards. Halberg didn't see it bounce, but now this is picked up toward the right side of the wall. Perron gets the clear as this one gets dumped down. Haven't seen a lot of Kubelik as well. I would expect him to get probably upshifted here for Derek Lalonde's squad. That's just me. He's one of those guys that can be a heavy assist man. As the penalty is killed, Toronto makes something happen with Tavares, and Halberg makes a fantastic save in tight. Tavares couldn't lift it, but it didn't matter. Halberg met him step for step toward the left side of the wall. So you know what? Magnus Halberg in between Austin Matthews and now John Tavares. Great save in tight. When Halberg's been called upon in this third period, he certainly shined. And he's had to, because there were some great saves. Shot board is now even at 20. 14-29 left to go in this third. The Red Wings need to find some sort of attack. They kind of had a little bit of a fortunate break. They can say that with Jake Wallman out of the box, but ever since then, from the first stanza, it's kind of been all Toronto, what we expect, but the score line's still close enough for the Red Wings to make something happen. This will chip and chase across the red line again, but Rasmussen got to win a puck battle. Raymond has to take an extra beat to hold it. Jordan Osterley, that was a poor attempt for a shot. I know he was going for a screen, but it wasn't anywhere close. And now that's just a turnover in my eyes. Pierre Engvall gains the entry there with the help of Dryden Hunt. Engvall lost it as Olimata has been the one that's been back. It took a frankly good bounce there for the Red Wings, but it's still in the offensive zone for the Maple Leafs. That could have been right out in front of Helberg. He wouldn't have been able to make the save. Now Hunt will keep this toward the right side line. Ingball will take this D to D. Morgan Riley scores up under the shoulder of Helberg. 
That is definitely one he's going to want to have back. But the score line, you can argue, after he stopped Austin Matthews and John Tavares, this probably should already be a 3-1 game. Nonetheless, it is now. Pontus Holmberg on the fourth line side will get credit for it. So the fourth line grinder side, if you will, keep it alive. And Pontus Holmberg into the tip gets the deflection. And the Maple Leafs take a 3-1 lead. As I expected to hear the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs song that can some of you guys in the goal scoring song can take it or leave it. I expected to hear a lot more the make my dreams come true part of it, which I don't really care for, to be honest with you. I don't know how the Toronto Maple Leafs fans can deal with that every time because Toronto's going to score a lot of goals. I expected to hear it a lot more. Heronic off the entry, but it was a shot right toward the middle. Not really an aim, just right into the... Breadbasket of Samsonov, but the fans are standing and clapping now as Pontus Holmberg makes it a 3-1 lead for the Leafs. Come right back. We're in the middle of the third. It's just 13-15 left to go in this third period. The Red Wings are running out of time right now, and they're down three games to one. I said during all the times my broadcasts, I've not watched the Red Wings actually win a game in any of the broadcasts that I've done. But to be fair, every single time I do a Red Wings broadcast, it's always against one of the top-tier teams. But I think that's how you have to do it. You want to see how your home team is going to play and the prospective home team of Patrick Rush and myself play against good competition. And this is a Hockey Night in Canada matchup that I'm assuming that the Toronto expected to win as Austin Matthews almost played that off of the skate to himself. But these are the types of games that you have to win if you want to try to make the playoffs. And I just don't think the Red Wings are going to be there just yet. As it goes across the right side wall, Dylan Larkin gets canceled off nicely there by Timothy Lilligren as the Maple Leafs will flutter this one down the ice. The question is, will it be icing? Yes, it will. Jake Wollman's going to win the hybrid race. 12-24 left to go in this third, so the Maple Leafs personnel cannot change. So that means Austin Matthews going to have to wait an extra beat on the ice right now. And Sheldon Keefe, I don't think he would expect much less as far as what his team can do. In my honest opinion, I think Maple Leafs fans can tell you this, the Leafs haven't been able to show any sort of push. You know, they haven't had that too much of a pushback. The Red Wings haven't given one. This has been kind of the game that's been a little sleepy as far as offensive opportunities. It's 21 aside. The Maple Leafs have a 3-1 lead. The latest goal was tipped ahead by Pontus Holmberg. As this is put now toward the right side boards. Wallman. As this gets picked up off the icing again and he wins the race. 12 5 left to go on the third. But if I'm Detroit... I don't care how early it is, even if it's the four-minute marker from New Zealand alone here and Derek Lalonde, I go ahead and uh, pull the goalie at the, about the four-minute marker. Right now we're at 12.05. I don't think he got anything to lose. Because at this point, within a two-goal deficit, it's going to take a stratospheric level comeback, and you got to be able to start getting some shots on that and getting in the zone. There's been too much dump and chase, and that was evident of the... New Jersey Devils game as a shot in the slot got denied. That was a good save by Samsonov of Michael Rasmussen. Picked up now by Sider. He could have walked in and shot. Instead, he passed a cop. And now that's going to give Toronto an opportunity to get back to where they need to be in position side of it. Lucas Raymond, cop, lets it go through the screen, and that one got blocked. Didn't like that decision there by Sider. you got to fire that one right when you're in the middle of the slot. Rasmussen trying to get to it now. 
as Toronto can get an entry. Great move by Bunting in between three Red Wings just to get a change and get in the player's bench. Sider, as this tries to get down deep, Rasmussen, first one onto it as you try to get around Kerfoot. Left now for Morgan Riley. Riley, off the chip and chase, it's David Kampf. He lost it. And now Pugh Suter will get this one ahead. The Red Wings one more time will change, but Maple Leafs could catch them on a break here is the way they caught it into the neutral zone. David Kampf, but it can't be held as this is dumped down the ice. This will be icing one more time, this time against the wing wheel. 10.55 left to go in third. John out here with you. We're going to be closing out this third period momentarily. We're almost at the halfway point. It's a 3-1 lead for the Maple Leafs over the Red Wings. Ever since the Red Wings scored their first goal in the first period, it's been all Toronto, but there's not been a lot of chances all the way across the board. Shop board still leads 22-21, to but Red Wings have been uh, kind of like just one of those small little puppy yells when you first get him and trying to learn how to bark. That's kind of been the way that it's happened right now in their offensive attack. And I'm just trying to be brutally honest. So Morgan Riley, this gets knocked away from him, but Maple Leafs keep this in the zone. T.J. Brody gets it sent down deep. It falls to camp, but it got blocked. Good work there by Jordan Osterley to knock it away, but they can't get it out. Cross pass set up, and David Camp has his head in the air as he gets denied by Wal by Helberg on a two-on-one. Good job there by Magnus Helberg one more time. The score line is 3-1, to one, and there's a couple... At least we could say it could be four to one at this point. It should at least be three to one. That's what it is. Could at least be four. He denied Camp there, and he also denied Austin Matthews and John Tavares in the same period on similar cross pass opportunities, or frankly, walking red carpets right in the middle of the slot. So shots on goal this period nine to four for Toronto. They've now taken advantage on the shot board as a stick is being held by one of the Red Wings and some Maple Leafs they wanted a call, they're not going to get one. The play is still alive. Veronik, get this across the red line side. This is a long shot, lively around the inboards. Oscar Sundquist trying to win a puck battle. Philip Veronik can't get to it now. Ben Chirot, as this touches the stick of Magnus Helberg. And now Veronik will play this to Chirot. So it's Heronic and Sherrod. They've kind of mixed up the line nowadays. It used to be Sherrod and Sider on that first line. Maybe trying to get something going is Derek Lalonde as far as his defensive side and create some offense. But they can't create much of anything right now over these last couple periods. 9.30 left to go in this third. Sider, still patient. And Rainley, they need Sider and Raymond. They've they got to stop going through this sophomore slump. They need these guys to be able to create some points. I understand these are good teams they're going against, but they're struggling in compared to what they were last year at this point. Dylan Larkin can't be leading everybody all the time as far as points. He's about 7. Philip Heronik is about a plus 14. Larkin's about a plus 5. But point totals and carrying the pace of play, there's not been a lot of that for the Red Wings right now. And it's going to be a tough part of the schedule. Larkin. Toward the right side, he got his pocket picked. This is a race for the puck right now. The Maple Leafs and Neiliner got not held. That was great defense there by Jake Wallman to stay step for step. He's pretty quick on his feet. Perron, leaving now for Larkin, trying to atone off the pocket pick. Now the backhand side as it got knocked away from Wallman. So Jake Wallman's been very active. He's got the lone goal scorer, and he's actually pinched up as a defenseman to try to make something happen. Ward Sider along the right side wall gets dumped in there. Raymond trying to win a puck battle. He cannot. 
And now Tavares. Nice little toe drag by some space ahead. Try to leave it here for Camp. Riley will pick it up here for the Leafs. They can feel it right now. It's about 8-10 left to go in this third. They got a 3-1 shot advantage. It's a little bit of smooth sailing as the captain has it for the Leafs. And it'll get this one down the ice. Holy Mata just took a bad bounce off the left side post. Picked up here by Tavares. He didn't pass it across. He'd like to go for the short side shot. That was probably a sigh of relief there for the Red Wings, but it's iced, so Detroit cannot change. 7.57 left to go on the final frame as we get another side-by-side -side commercial break. So the latest goal scorer was Pontus Holmberg for the Maple Leafs. It's their third straight, 6.19 left to go in this third. 3-1 scoreline for the Maple Leafs. Kelly Arncroft getting a look at him from Gavel, Sweden. 5'11", 186. He spent some time with the Calgary Flames last year as he was with one of his cousins, but now he was picked up on a short-term deal. As Kyle Dubas has to do that because now you got to go ahead and put some of that extra money on Austin Matthews getting the offseason, but I don't think any of the Maple Leafs fans are going to complain. So Kelly Arncroft gets leveled. John Tavares able to keep this alive now as it goes D to D, Mark Giordano. Now Marner into the tip, but it goes just wide. Mata tries to get to it first. Tavares canceled off Osterley. And now Giordano will collect. Giordano leaving it for Yarncroc. It's loose toward the high side dot. Extra weight for a beat off of a shot that gets tipped off the stick and into the breadbasket of Magnus Helberg. When we come back in, we're probably going to finish off this third period to get there close to it. 7.30 left. Maple Leafs up by two. So Joe Valeno going to try to get this in his own end right now as the Red Wings are stuck back there. they got about 7-10 to work with in this game, and they're down two goals. This does not feel like the big-time comeback that the Red Wings had shortly against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Sorry, Alec Nava, on that side when Jake Wollman did the gritty, although Jake Wollman has the lone goal for this game for the Red Wings. They had the first. It was three unanswered for the Maple Leafs from Marner, Tavares and Pontus Holmberg are your goal scorers for the Leafs. Kerfoot lost it into the neutral zone, but I don't think that that's going to be a problem as this is touched off the goal stick of Ilya Samsonov. It's not had much to do. 25 shots to 23. Pontus Holmberg was the latest goal scorer, but I was going to say Magnus Helberg. And <laughs> there's some names that sound the same but are not. He's made three fantastic saves for the Red Wings. In between John Tavares, Mitch Marner, and David Camp, all within the slot. Two of them in the slot, one of them off tips. Just to keep this at a 3-1 line, when it should be at least 3-1, probably worse. 6-10 left to go in this third. This is in the defensive zone of the Maple Leafs. This is the fourth lens out there for Sheldon Keefe's squad. Zach Aston Reese turns it over to Adam Ernie, but should have shot that one on net. Instead, he put it toward the left side wall. This is going to be an opportunity for the Maple Leafs to get it out, and yes, they do, and now it's a race for the puck. Zach Aston Reese. He's got a backhand set up, but that was a poor pass. Waited a little bit too long, did Aston Reese. Off the two-on-one, it was Lilligren that joined in. Doesn't matter, though, because the Red Wings will ice it. 5.45 left to go in this third. Shot board sounds like this, 25-23 for the Maple Leafs. It is a 3-1 scoreline advantage. Again, thank you for listening on the Twitter spaces and the YouTube side. If you want to catch a TV feed, you can probably do so on CBC and Hockey Night in Canada. That's where they're on. Uh, local feed for us right now between the Valley Sports Detroit side, but you can also catch a Leafs game with Steve Dangle, courtesy of Sportsnet. He can give you some of his play-by-play. -play. He doesn't do the full play-by-play, -play, but you can watch alongside his reactions if you want to do so on that side within the last 
535, but I will have the complete game story to follow in just a little bit later tonight. I think the Hockey Night in Canada corner interview is going to be Connor McDavid in their late game. So that'll be a cool one on that side. If you're a hockey fan, you want to follow along late. So Woolman <clears throat> gets us across the red line side with the help of Mata. And now David Camp worked off the puck there by Dylan Larkin. David Perron and couldn't be settled down with Jonathan Berggren. He's going to miss that opportunity for a one tee. Just couldn't hold on to the puck. Five minutes left to go in this third. It's smooth sailing right now for the Maple Leafs as they get this one in. But this might have bounced off of the netting side. I think this is going to be a neutral zone draw, not an ice. 4.56 left to go in the third. That was a good opportunity for Jonathan Berggren. He tried to pick it up toward the right side of the dot, but he just couldn't pick it up off the forehand. He tried to settle it down off the backhand. It gave Samsonov time to recover when it could have been an open net to shoot at. 4.56 left to go. Andrew Kopp, normally the second, third line center nowadays. He does win this clean former Winnipeg Jet Michigan Wolverine. He was one of the former captains when Dylan Larkin was there for one year. He is the senior of Larkin, but now Larkin is the captain of the Red Wings. Picked up here by Timothy Lilligren off the backhand or the left side wall. Cal Yarncroft will get this one down. The icing is waved off. Philip Aronik has it now. For about 4.25 left to go in this third. The Red Wings are running out of time. And maybe another minute for me toward the 3.20 marker, I would say. That would be the point where the Red Wings need to pull the snapminder. I know the scoreline is going to look a little more lopsided, but they're probably not coming back and winning this one. Cross pass set up by Matthews. And right into the webbing of the catching glove, that was Matthews and... William Nylander off the two-on-one, and a look what I found by Magnus Helberg. As we go to a commercial break, 414, he's had some sparkling stops in this third. As the Revings are still within striking distance, but the time is against them at this point. Come right back. So Adam Ernie toward the forehand side. We'll keep this alive toward the red line as we're underway. We've got four minutes left to go in this third. Red Wings running out of time right now. They have this in the offensive zone, but they got to be able to make something happen. Morgan Riley's got some other ideas as this goes back for Nylander. Riley joined the rush toward the left side red line as he gets canceled off. Michael Bunting has to get around Elmer Soderblom. He's going to use all of his six foot seven frame and get this one down the ice. We've got 3.30 left to go in this third. Shots are 26-23. The latest goal for Pontus Holmberg might be the one undoing for the Red Wings. Again, their lone goal was in the first from Jake Wallman, but that's it and that's all right now. This goes off of the stick of Magnus Helberg, the Red Wings goaltender, off the back-to-back, -back, where they lost to Florida the other day. It was Ville Husso, didn't have a great outing. And now uh, Magnus Helberg, honestly, I can say, even though the shot totals have been kind of small, he's made some great saves in this third period just to keep the score line where it is. Moritz Sider, as we've hit the three-minute marker, as this goes in between Wallman. So it's going to be six skaters now as Helberg goes to the bench. This is last gut check time here for the Red Wings, but I don't think they're going to be able to get to it. They've got to get around Pierre Engvall. Over skating it is one of the wings now, and they'll collect now with Wallman. 
Cider will get this in across the red line. 242 marker, Samsonov. This has a brush in between a skate and other Red Wings. Try to get this D to D. Nice block by Philip Hironik. Saved it from the empty net right now to still keep the wings within striking distance. That was a wide open net. Andrew Kopp will just put this in off the embankment now. Sunquist got to win this puck battle. Marner just trying to buy some more time as Justin Hall is also out there. It's six on five, although the Red Wings are down two. They have it in the offensive zone. 2.10 left to go on the third. Wraparound attempt, and that one gets brushed aside as the Leafs will. They're not really in a hurry to score this extra goal. They don't need to right now. Just trying to keep this puck possession. Oscar Sundquist lost it, picked up by Mark Giordano, but his clearing attempt's not out. Red Wings trying to find this in between some skates. This gets gloved down by Moritz Sider as he gets it dumped down deep. Uses the crack and have an 8-4 lead on the Ottawa Senators right now. Here's an easy one for John Tavares off the backhand scores. The captain's going to salt this away, and the Maple Leafs are going to take a 4-1 win. That's as easy as you like in the yawning cage. We're about 100 feet off the backhand. There really wasn't anything else that the Red Wings could do. They had to go for it. They weren't going to win this game. But John Tavares will get an extra point to his point totals. That's going to be all she wrote. The Andrew Lansbury murderer she wrote. <laughs> so that's it. 139 left. So John Tavares, and honestly on our replay, it was a great backhanded skate kick pass to Tavares. No look back pass, gorgeous setup off the empty net. And the only reason why it was a little more dramatic, it wasn't because the Maple Leafs scored, is because it was an empty cage. We didn't get to see that Marner one in real time, but a gorgeous pass by Marner nonetheless. 4 1 lead for the Maple Leafs. It's kind of an exhibitionist style game, as you would have expected. That's what I said going in. The Red Wings made an effort as they held the Maple Leafs to two shots in that first, although I feel like the Maple Leafs weren't really. Having to go to full Jets, they probably played a 75% game, but it still was good enough to get a 4-1 win. So what does that tell you about the Maple Leafs? They're a damn good team. Like I've, I've said that whether you like it or not. That's why they're one of the top five teams in the second in the Atlantic. So what that's going to leave the point totals, I'll update you myself before we end up closing out this minute 22. The Maple Leafs will have... 55 points in the Atlantic. The Red Wings will stay at 39, and they're falling out of this playoff race fast, although I didn't expect them to be competing at this point. At this point in January, where it's kind of fallen off last year, they had, they were just were not healthy this year, and that's not making excuses. They've had some poor games, but when you don't have Verona, you don't have Fabry, you don't have Bertuzzi, that's a lot of ammunition that you're missing. This Red Wings team could look a lot different, and maybe they'll look a lot different with the second year of Derek Lalonde's squad, but Steve Eisman's still got a lot of work to do right now as far as this cap and moving things around as he's still trying to get the Red Wings into a spot to where they need to be. They're not competitive yet. They brought in Andrew Kopp. They brought in Ben Chirot, some of these other pieces, and a great one-year signing for Dominic Kubalik and two years for David Perron, but it's not enough just yet. Flashy glove save by Helberg. He makes a save with 33 seconds left to go in the third by Kerfoot. So that's where your point standings are going to be. We'll give us some other finals as we'll probably close out. 6-5, I thought it was. They've called the goal back there for the Wild and the Sabres. That one tied a 5 in OT. 
Kraken are going to take the win over the Sens. They're up 8-4 as we got 30 seconds left to go in our contest. Took a lively bounce off the inboards. Red Wings are going to fall to 16-15-7. and seven. The Maple Leafs will improve to 24-9-7. They only have nine regulation loss, which is the third fewest in the NHL, so I really don't understand why Maple Leafs fans like to panic, even though I know they're always in the news cycle. So they're going to end up winning the shot board 29-23, unless the Red Wings can make any extra inventory to throw at the net of Ilya Samsonov, with 20 seconds left to go, or just under thereabouts. So I appreciate you guys following along. It was John Tavares in the empty net for Mitch Marner and Justin Hall. It was his 18th, his 17th, and 18th in this game. The latest at 1821 on the empty net. So a neutral zone draw should certainly do it. Toronto will probably dump this in. They don't have to do much as far as getting another shot on board unless they want to play to the end of the whistle. Michael Bunting did. He wanted to set that up in the... Middle pass there for David Kampf as that got knocked away, and the Maple Leafs will take their chances as Bunting tried to shoot it into the screen, but that's going to end it. It's a 4-1 final for the Toronto Maple Leafs. It's probably what I expected, but it was another opportunity to cover a Wings game against a really good team, and the Red Wings fall again, this time the Maple Leafs, 4-1. We'll get the game story to follow just in a little while. Peace, guys. I appreciate you following along. We'll talk to you next week.